to First World Solutions, the problem-solving podcast for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. Welcome to the show. We forgot to turn the metronome off, so this is how we're going to do the show. It's like a rap from the early 90s. Everything is kind of on beat and not too offensive. Rhyme schemes are kind of not what we're going for here. We're just kind of making sure we're always on the beat and this could get very annoying real quick. Do you think this will make it easier for you to edit? Because I think it probably won't, so we should stop it pretty soon. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And it's over. (laughs) Well, that was a fun experiment. Hello, all. We're here off-grid to solve up some problems. (laughs) Off-grid! No limits, no rules! Jazz! Jazz! (laughs) Welcome to our jazz podcast. Skabap! This is no time. For jazz, about jazz, by jazz. For jazz. <laughs> Number four, jazz. We're First World Solutions. We're here to solve up your little problems like, oops, I forgot to turn the metronome off before recording my podcast that I put out. That so was a mistake. So that was to do the entire introduction on beat. Which is very on brand for us. Yeah. You might have a similar problem in your own life that you need fixing up and we'll be there to give you that fix. Example one. Turn your metronome off. Turn your metronome <laughs> off. Example two. I've got one here from Reddit, from user... M0BP5YCHO, which I think is Mob Psycho. I think that's what he's going for. I was going to say, that feels like it reads something, but that went by so quick that I can't possibly gauge what it was. They say, the automatic doors at the store weren't working today, so I had to open them with my hands. Oh, well, like prize it open from the middle? Well, there's two types of automatic doors. There's ones that hinge, which, okay, you just pull the door. That's normal. That's fine. We've all seen normal doors. There's also the ones that open sideways. Abnormal doors. Yeah. Which, to claw those open with your hands feels a lot like birthing yourself. Yeah. It feels like you're breaking in or breaking yeah. out of something. It does, it's not a natural, it's not a natural uh, way for your hands to go. Mm. It feels suspect. You almost feel like, actually, those doors were closed for a reason, sir. Yeah. Stop trying to, it's 9.15pm. The store has been closed for quite some time. No, <laughs> the doors just aren't opening. Have to buy rice. Oh, God. If I had a penny for every time I had to buy late night rice. You'd have enough for one bag of rice. I would have enough for one bag of late night rice. It's not that expensive. Mm. How do we fix this up? Because, I mean, the fix exists. It just broke. I've been in situations where there's been issues with doors, not necessarily sliding doors I can't get out of. I remember once I went to a restaurant and the door to get into the restaurant was really heavy, but it opened inwards. So I came to the door and as we were going in, some guy behind the door tried to pull it, fell into the door, then pulled it open and said, that door's really heavy. And I was like, yeah, all right, mate, you're probably just weak. So we sat down, we had our meal about 45 minutes later, leave the restaurant. I go to pull the door. I get wrenched towards the door. And then I open the door and there's a, a guy coming in. And I'm like, man, that door's really heavy. And he gave me the weirdest look like, yeah, you're just probably weak. I was like, this, this is just a cycle. This, <laughs> this restaurant is cursed. Or this door is cursed more specifically. You must link the fire. But right. the issue was that there wasn't really a agreed upon phrase that I could say, like door done broke. Okay. That everyone would agree. Like they're telling the truth. That is what is happening here. So what we need is a kind of profit. You need something you can say while you're wrenching the door open with your hands, like prizing in halfway through, pushing, door done broke, and then carry um, on going. I've been doored. It's dawned on me that this door is broken. Fathers, lock up your doors. Tis. Finding dory. Uh, finding, I, I find, I am finding this dory too hard to open E. Um... Ignore me. I adore <laughs> this door. That's why I'm so close with it. 
These, right, first of all, these are all great. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't want anyone to think that we haven't done a spectacular job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just want you to agree that we're not there yet. No. I, yeah, I think we can all understand we're on a path. Maybe it's we, our path. Maybe but... we step back from the pun angle and we just have a phrase that's very much like, this is a normal situation. Yeah. Do, re, me. No. Do, wait. <laughs> It doesn't necessarily have to be doors. That's okay. the thing. It could be a broken escalator or a, a lift that's okay, not coming down. Okay, so it's down something or... universal for everything that's broken to get people to believe you. Just shout, no power. No power because... that. No, no, hear me out. This was good. If you shout no power, it either applies to, I am powerless to stop what is happening. So if you're on an escalator and you're having to walk up it, you shout no power. It's yeah. either, I have no power. I'm powerless in this situation. I would not be doing this for either choice. But it's also, the reason this is happening is because there is no power. Mm. And it also works if you were trying to wrench a door open and you look like you're visibly struggling. A you bystander no might, yeah, you don't have enough power to do it easily. So if okay. someone sees you struggling with a sliding door and they think, what's an automatic door? What's going on? Their person shouts, no power. You go, okay, the door has no power. They are powerless to stop the situation. Also, they don't have enough power to open it smoothly. I understand. And that's a two word phrase that kind of covers that whole base. No okay. Power. I mean, two, two words is very efficient. Mm. Could we cut it down to one? Uh, powerless. But that's the same amount of syllables. Um, pow. No pow. But it's just one word. No pow. N-O-P-O-W. No pow. Paolo. Paolo. Because it sounds like you're saying Paolo. Yeah. But or also, if there's someone that works there whose name is Paolo, then you'll be calling for their help. Yeah. That one is far less for purpose, but if we shout that's, Paolo... This is great because the advertising campaign just be like, struggling with the doors? Just just ask for Paolo. Ask for Paolo. Ask for Paolo. Yeah. yeah. Ask for Paolo is the brand new system. No matter what happens, you walk into a door. Paolo! Paolo! <laughs> is it going to turn into a kind of Shatner screaming Khan at the ceiling situation? A little bit, yes. Paolo! And also I can really foresee it um, like just infecting people who have made terrible mistakes but try and blame it on anything around them by yelling Paolo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Paolo! I think no. like, if we're looking entirely at... Just to bring it back to the doors. <laughs> uh, you know, this was always about the doors. If you pull on a push door or push on a pull door there's that moment of going fuck's sake like oh I've, I've i've ruined this if you just shout paolo then anyone looking at you struggling with the door just goes it's probably the door's fault it's not theirs i think you i think i have a much higher mis misplaced sense of self-worth i have a much higher misplaced sense of self-worth that's a hard sentence to it say. is nasty because when I push a door and it doesn't open, my first thought is not, I've done this wrong. My first thought is, it's, this door is broken. Yeah. My first yeah. thought is, no, I'm not fucking having this. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking door. I'm going to try fucking again. Door. I'm going to give you another chance, door. <laughs> We're going to go the other way. We're going to try it your way. <laughs> I'm not it's, happy about it. It's, but... not, it's the wrong way. I've chosen the right way. I like that. Like, you push a pull door, it doesn't work. And you go, all right, you know what? Fine. Let's try it your way. And you'll pull it. And then you'll go, I'm such a good diplomat. Yeah. There's some doors in my gym that I go to once a month, they have pull handles on both sides and the doors go both ways. They're just cowards. What a mess. They're just, they're just people Stand for something. Yeah. Stand for a direction, either push or pull. I don't care, but don't both. Don't you dare be both, because at that point you're a saloon door. You're a centrist. And you're asking for cowboys to come and kick it in and uh, demand to talk to the sheriff. And slide whiskey across the weight benches. <laughs> There's no alcohol in the gym. Paolo! Yeah. Paolo. Paolo, come and sort this out. <laughs> what scenarios would Paolo be ill-equipped to handle? Um, break-ins. Because if you're breaking in and someone comes past and they're like, oh, that's a bit suspect. Yeah. You could just yell out Paolo and they'd be like, oh, he must work there. 
because the door's broken, but but Paolo kind of implies that everything's everything's everything, normal. Everything's but, hunky dory. Yeah. And if you if you're climbing in through a window and you shout Paolo, they go, "Wow, that door must really be broken." They're having to resort to windows. All right, <laughs> fair enough. You're just holding a cashier up at gunpoint. Just Paolo. Just wow, Jesus, it's really hard to get change here. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So yeah. So uh, it's difficult. We might have we might have um, created a solution that's too powerful. Is Paolo too strong? Is Paolo OP? Does he need a nerf? Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Okay, is there a system in which we could limit the amount of Paolo's you can do on a monthly basis? If that, you maybe we do the classic uh, Russian dashcam, and you you all second in second appearance of Russian dashcams. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this time it's a necklace, a choker, if you will, okay. which I don't <laughs> want, but the Paolo choker. <laughs> you have to wear a Paolo choker in order to be eligible to say Paolo. If you say Paolo without the choker, no one's going to believe you. No. You have you have to go on like a two day training course yeah. out of work, and if you pass, you get the choker and the certificate to be able to say Paolo. When you say Paolo with the choker on, it sounds different. It sounds different. It it amplifies, it spreads out, but it also starts recording. Mm. It also just has one of those voice changing thingies uh, specifically for that word, so it makes you sound like the guy from Saw. Yeah. No, but... no, you don't want to be scary with Paolo. You want to make it more fun. Okay. I, th- I think if you try and make it more jovial, it'll sound scarier. There's nothing weirder than like a six foot four man trying to get into a door and going, Paolo! Maybe yeah, we that's... make it like a hearty, jovial, booming voice. Brian, oh, Brian, no. Brian Blessed. Paolo! Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, that works. That's Brian what you want. Blessed. Although that is quite disconcerting coming out of like a frail five foot seventy year old woman. But hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm talking. I'm stru- Paolo! <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry, ma'am, please let me help you out with this. So anyway, the choker helps to amplify. It starts recording. You have to attend a compulsory court session after inciting Paolo. <laughs> you know how like um, Paolo. <laughs> You know how after you get like a speeding ticket, you've got like three weeks to get the summons yeah. or whatever. It's like that you'll get something in the post like you incited Paolo on the 5th of October, 2017 at 10.04 a.m. Please come to this hearing on November the whatever and state your case as to why you invoked the name of Paolo. Yeah, why you spoke his name. And they'll have the recording of everything that you did kind of 10 minutes before up to like five minutes it's after. perfect. Exactly the same infrastructure as speeding tickets yeah. uh, or CCTV misdemeanors. Yeah, yeah. it's but- a choker with a full yellow speed camera on <laughs> It is heavy and it's going to really like, it's going to really help your sense of uh, urgency when trying to get through these doors so you can get in to take off the Paolo necklace. But it is really going to open doors for you in your day-to-day life. (laughs) Absolutely. Paolo's the best fix we've done in a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. There you go. Tom, do you have someone we can help? Yes, I do. I have one for you here. My face towel fell on the floor and now I'll have to use my hand towel to wipe my face. That comes to us from Niddy16 on Reddit, by the way. I'm going to need a blow-by-blow again because I got lost. My face towel. My first is in face. (laughs) My towel is on the floor. What am I? (laughs) Soul for X. (laughs) So, yeah, how the hell do we get around this? What a nightmare. So they've got two towels. That we know of. Well, at least two. We we know they have a, a towel for their face and a towel for their hands. Okay, and there's a pool of water on the floor. How did they die? There were two sets of footprints because... <laughs> this is where Jesus carried you? No, that's the other one. No, there's two sets of footprints because this is the boy's mother. She couldn't operate on him and that's why the <laughs> right. towel's on the floor. I can't. To soak up the puddle. <laughs> I can't use this towel for my face. It is my son. <laughs> this, this towel... Look, if your son... Okay, if your son falls on the floor, you get your other son... To dry your face, but, but otherwise, 
I have a mouth. <laughs> I never speak of my son. Because he the fell towel on the, boy. The towel, my towel son <laughs> fell on the floor. And now he's wet. Why is he wet? Because he melted. It was very hot in the bathroom. So therefore, what you need to do is get your second son, who is on the towel rack, your face son. <laughs> no, your face son's on the floor. The hand son. And then... Extended <laughs> riddle metaphor aside, what was the actual the the situation we need to deal with here? Uh, okay, uh, her son fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> there are two boxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an egg. Uh, so what we got? <laughs> Your son's an egg. If you drop him on the floor, you're going to have to use a different towel. <laughs> Correct. We can't touch this now. It's tainted. No, it's tainted. All right, fine. You know what? New fine. prompt. Uh, New prompt. Nitty 16, thank you very much for your suggestion. But, um, what I'm going to say is take your towel egg son and um, love him a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Give us something else. Okay, cool. Health or food? Uh, <laughs> health. Okay. This comes to us from Word Engineer on Reddit. Thank you very much, Word Engineer, who says, I can't tell if my headache is due to too much caffeine or not enough. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, it's probably the former. The thing is, in a way, it's always the former, because even if it's due to not enough, that probably means you've been overindulging in caffeine earlier in your life. Mm. What you want to do is you want to introduce a caffeine patch. So the same principle as a nicotine patch, Mm. but one that keeps enough caffeine in your system, you you aren't going to have a headache, but not so much as to give you that, that trough of caffeine need is that the word no the trough the trough peaks and troughs i suppose so but i've never heard it used in that context i don't Just, think oh, i'm in a bit of a trough at now the moment. here's the thing i don't think it's correct but you <laughs> understand why i said it i entirely do yeah it makes sense but not really yeah. Can you bring it back so you're in a caffeine trough right now <laughs> yeah and you want to work your way back up to not a peak because that means you'll come back down you want to be right in the middle why don't we use a caffeine trough Big, what, like pig feed is in? Like pig feed. Pig I, feed, but it's just caffeine. So the hot new hipster place to go is just a trough with 60 gallons of coffee beans in. Yeah, yeah. You can just imagine people in plaid shirts and like rolled up chinos diving in there. Yeah. Face first, ass to the air. Ass to air, bean to seam. What you're basically describing is the caffeine equivalent of insulin. Yes. A way to even out the lumps and bumps in your caffeine schedule. The problem with caffeine is it's the kind of drug that your body gets used to. So if you start doping up on caffeine patch, that's be- that's going to become your new baseline and you'll need even more caffeine to A, get the high, and B, avoid the trough. Yeah. So do we go the Nicorette route and do caffeine substitutes or do we do the caffeine IV? Uh, you need a bean wean, I think, really. Uh, mm. The old bean wean. You need the bean wean because at the moment, the fact that you are unsure as to whether your headache is brought on by too much or too little does definitely imply there has been too much. Uh, so what you need to do is you need to go on a bean wean. Um, which other beans could you replace coffee beans with? Kidney? Would that be as unpleasant as I think it would I, be? I think that's about as nasty as it could get bean-wise. So the, mm. the process of coffee... Uh, here's a connoisseur's guide to making coffee. Pick the bean off the leaf. Make the bean dry in the sun or an oven. Yep. Scrape it into little bits, crush it down, and then put that in a cup and then water, and then that's coffee. That is my understanding, yes. So kidney beans, pick the bean off the leaf, get it dry in the sun or the oven, 
crush that down into a fine red powder, mm. water in, and then that's kiffy. That is, so, I don't want to drink any of your kiffy. Do you not mm. want a steaming hot, viscous <laughs> cup of kiffy? That is maybe one of the most unpleasant knockoff brands I've ever heard in my life. How about if I tell you that the inside of the cup, colour-wise, is the same makeup as a kidney bean? So the inside is pale, but there's a thick red skin on the top. I interestingly doesn't affect my it, opinion on kiffy it doesn't make it worse but it doesn't make it better yeah it's it, it's well you can't really move the needle it, when you yeah. brand it kiffy it couldn't make it worse no okay. however what if you're not into kidney beans that's fine what if we use butter beans we could call it buffy what about baked beans Bakey. Baffy. 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 Would you not want a delicious cup of like red soupy baffy 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 is closer baffy's closer definitely I think. closer um what about pinto beans piffy Ooh. Or peas. That's not really going to give you a coffee hit. There's no bean in there. Mm. It's kind of like a bean. Well, a green bean. A green bean? Um, a green bean could work. Griefy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd have a live, lovely copper griefy. Yeah, you'd be a griefer. What, you. thick, stringy runner bean? Uh-huh. Oh, there's so much. Te- there's so that A runner bean is the most tendon-like food that I can think of. It is the most human-like vegetable. Short of, you know, the tendons in the meat that you people eat <laughs> you people you people hey, as the only meat eater on this podcast i'm gonna have to put a, my flag in the ground right now i yeah. just I'm don't dis- like it when you order kilograms of tendons to the door <laughs> when we're trying to record yeah. how else am i gonna have lunch <laughs> to get my fix my bag of tendons you, you're all talking about wanting to <laughs> drink milk beans milk milk a bean <laughs> milk a bean milk bean the milk Milk. I think the solution here is you've got to replace your bean. Caffeine. The caffeine bean is clearly not giving you what you need, mm. so you need to switch out your bean of choice. What about cocoa? That, that makes coffee. That's going to be a confusing branding moment. To be honest, out of the ones you've come up with, kiffy mm. has got to be like low tier. How um, dare you? I'm going to make you a cup of kiffy after this. You're going <laughs> to you, hate it. You wouldn't dare. Kiffy is Aldi. Or little. Yeah, I think so. I think the I think Waitrose equivalent has got to be at this point the uh, this, the, the green baffy. bean. The baffy. No, oh, the, the, ba- baked the baked beans, I the think. The baked beans. Because that's kind of like tomato soup. Yeah. Assuming the bean comes with its... Do the beans make their own sauce or do they put that in? I don't know. I think they grow in a vat of tomatoes, beans. If as far you, as I'm aware. I didn't pay much attention. If first. you put a tin in the ground, it yeah. doesn't matter what was previously in the tin, and you put a bean, a dry bean into it, cover it with soil. And tomatoes. And tomatoes. Uh, you leave it for a bit, you come back, it, the tin is resealed, and it's baked beans. Hmm. That's um, what I learned at botany school. It's not really what that is. doesn't matter. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know where I was for those three weeks, but I came away with an extensive knowledge of baked beans. Yeah. Hmm. Only I had somewhere to use it. The Baffy to me, I think, is the best bet. Mm. Baffy seems like it would have the wackiest mascot. <laughs> yeah, it's I, me, Barmy Baffy. Oh. Barmy Baffy. He's baffling. You wouldn't have like he's unknowable. Cr- you wouldn't have a coffee brand who sells it with crazy coffee. <laughs> he is impossible. <laughs> he is an eldritch beast. Now this Baffy. I could get on board with. <laughs> Baffy the unstoppable. Or yeah. hell, Baffy the inconquerable. His tentacles shall bring us through to a caffeineless era. Now with fifty percent less salt. <laughs> <laughs> every every single advert is just a kind of bulletin. Just hail Baffy in his boundless, timeless wisdom. Mm. He has made this with twenty percent less fat. Drink Baffy's Baffy. It will numb your mind. <laughs> Baffy's Baffy to get, prepare you for the end of days. Stare into the void. Baffy stares back. 
now available in Superdrug. Family size. Fun size. <laughs> Fun size. Submit Baffy. your family to Baffy. Yes. All must serve the cycle. So yeah, the 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 upshot of it is you are definitely you have a headache from too much caffeine. Whether it's too much caffeine now or too much caffeine previously, that's the problem. You're in a trough or a peak. They both suck. You're heading for a trough either way. Yeah. So even it out with the caffeine patch and then stop drinking coffee, switch to Baffy. Ask your doctor about Baffy. Ask your doctor if Baffy is right for you. Ask your doctor who is Baffy and he will show you the slides, but you will not be able to comprehend them. It's just blackness. It's not it's not anything. It's the absence of thing. <laughs> this is a slideshow of no slideshow. Yeah. yeah. Let me get out my OHP <laughs> and it will seep the light. And, out and of my it. no slides. Yeah. Hmm. So that's Baffy. Do we have one from Oscar? We do. I don't really see how I'm coming back from that. That's fine. This one comes from David Pointer, that's at David C. Pointer on Twitter, who says, ate far too much pistachio gelato in Italy, and now actual pistachios don't taste pistachio-y enough. See, now, I have experienced this quite often with um, having to, like, babysit kids, looking after, like, nephews, like, brothers, Mm. uh, family members. They will eat a load of strawberry ice cream or raspberry ice cream, Mm. and then when presented with a real strawberry or real raspberry... They despise it because mm. it tastes absolutely nothing like the sweet, sweet cream. Yeah. I had this um, this sudden like flash of sense memory the other day was um, the taste of those little like foamy banana sweets. Oh, yeah. yeah. It in no way really tastes like a banana. No, not I at all. I think if you put that flavor into a different sweet that wasn't shaped like it, you wouldn't instantly go, that's a banana. That's a yeah. banana. That's just kind of its own separate taste. I mean, there's an interesting topic of discussion to be had there. If that banana sweet was shaped like a melon, would you grow up thinking that taste is kind of rip-off melon as opposed to rip-off banana? I would be more inclined to, if that was, as a kid, I I wasn't, as most kids are, wasn't huge on fruit and vegetables. You weren't big in the fruit scene. I wasn't big on the fruit game because unless I was tricked. So like a banana split was a great way to trick me into having a banana because it would just be the thing that I had with my ice cream. Yeah. Or like a cherry would be like a token thing on top of a dessert. And I go, I've had fruit. As we've, as, as we started to notice a pattern here, all roads seem to be leaning back to ice cream for you. It's just the easiest way to fool me into thinking there's some kind of health benefit to it. Mm. So... I mean, their problem is that they eat too much pistachio ice cream and yeah. now pistachios don't, don't taste, taste like good. what it was. I mean, basically what he's got there is a pistachio flavour combined with milk and sugar and yeah. I've, whatever I had else this, is in ice cream. Not with ice cream, but I used to eat a lot of roasted salted pistachios. Mm. And going back to plain old out the ground pistachios, they're so earthy. Mm. <laughs> They, they, Why do they taste like nut? They taste like nut and dirt, which is not the flavours that I wanted. I wanted salt and crisp. So it's difficult to know where to land on the scale because do I just stir in a few salted ones into my pile of pistachios? See, I think, yeah, we we're, we have to... I mean, ice cream seems to be the grand unifier. Yeah. Why don't we say that every single item of food mm. has to be served with a small, tiny jar of ice cream that you can spice it up if it's not to your liking? I mean, they do it with things like, you know, apple pie or like a kind of like a fruit dessert pie. Yeah, exactly. You often get with a scoop of ice cream. But Mm. it'll help Joel as well because, yeah, he's not getting the salty crispy. He's just getting something better. Mm. Ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Always ice cream. When in doubt, just any kind of ice cream. Like Now, obviously, the standard flavor is vanilla. Can you get unflavored ice cream? This is exactly what I was about to ask. Milk? Can we have just milk ice cream? I guess it's just milk. Like Mm. mini milks. 
You know, Even they're, then, they're vanilla they're, and strawberry and chocolate. Yeah. yeah. The weakest possible forms of those flavors. Is milk ice cream real? And if not, that's our invention. I think unflavored ice cream. Blank ice cream. I'd like to come at it from a different angle. The whole idea of getting... Because it sounds like they want pistachios. And you want to get back to that point in your life where you could enjoy pistachios. Maybe we use ice cream as a... Because ice cream, quite easy to blend into other things. So I, I, I kind of went through a stage where I started watering down my fruit juice. Because fruit juice, oh boy, it's got a lot of sugar in it. Um, so you start, you used to drink a glass of fruit juice. Now I have half a glass of fruit juice, half a glass of water. But I had to get to that point. I couldn't dive in on half and half because that tastes like water. So you start off for like 80%, 70%, 60%, 50%. And now I think half and half, sweet enough. So maybe that's what you do with pistachio ice cream and pistachios. You start with just ice cream. Then next time you have ice cream, you add a spoonful of pistachios, you put a pistachio. stir it all in. And every time you eat that portion, you put back in just nuts and stir it all back in. And slowly it'll become more and more nuts and less and less cream. Yeah. More nuts, less cream is what you're going for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good advice. It's a good stand to take on just your general day to day. More nuts, less cream. Yeah. Yeah. I think to be honest, I think that's our fix. Yeah. More nuts, less cream. It doesn't have to always be a big, silly, complicated thing. No, don't yeah. always have to have an advertising campaign. This isn't out. a comedy podcast. This is we're an advice you, podcast. We're giving you the best solution for your needs. And in this case, it happens to be a little bit easier to implement. A little bit. But it's just as valid as all of our other solutions. More Every single nuts, one. Less cream. More nuts, less cream. Good chant good chantable, repeatable uh value. Yeah. This will work with other flavours as well. You could stir strawberries into your ice cream. You can stir... The tagline won't, unfortunately. More straw, less cream. <laughs> um, more berry, less More berry. berry more berry. Morbid berry. Strawberry, more berry. We're doing exactly what we said we wouldn't do. No. Get <laughs> out of way. All right. Ripcord out of here. Boom. Ripcord okay. out of here. More right. nuts, less cream. Done. <clears throat> more nuts, less cream. That's our slogan. That's our banner to die on. We're going to move on to our horsemelon symposium segment. Our HMS, where we all say a word. It doesn't have to be a real word, but it probably should be. That'll help. Um, and we're going to wrangle it together into a concept that we can pitch towards a party, uh, an interested group. Last week, we did teens. Tom, what is our group this week? Who are we pitching to? This week, gentlemen, we are going to pitch uh, the best horseman and symposium we will ever do mm. to young mothers. Young mothers. Oh, is that... that, is that- I'd, that, I'd it, say about the 25 to 35 bracket. Like new mothers or like just... First time just, young mothers. Okay. First time young mothers, got a baby in hand. Now what? Now very what? Bu- very busy, too well, busy to have a gin and tonic with her friends. Let me tell you, we're going to say our words. They don't have to be mother related, but you better believe this product will be. It's gonna, we're going to pitch it to them hard. Okay. Are we all ready? I'm ready. Cool. Yeah. Three, two, one, box. Saddle. Artistic. Artistic saddle box. The hobby... For, for your kid. For your kid. <laughs> Does your kid never shut up about wanting a pony? Does your kid have nowhere to store all of the saddles he's bought in anticipation of owning a pony? Does your kid have kind of a streak for art, but also not enough to buy them real supplies? Do you know what a box is? If yes, to any of the above. You're already overqualified. <laughs> you're overqualified as a young mother. And also your baby is rather precocious, may I say. It's a very it's it's odd that your baby's already got these kind of inklings as to what they like and don't like, but more power to them, you know. Get them uh, get them interested at an early age. They're hustling. Mm. They're, hus- they're hustling every we, day. They're we, hustling. We all out here. We all on the ladder. You know, it's it's important yeah. to get there. You got to start somewhere, and they've started right at the bottom. As a new mother, you obviously probably won't have access to a horse. That's a given. Mm. But you know that within that first couple of years, they're going to start wanting one. It's 
it's a tale as old as time. It really is. Child is born, child grows up, child wants horse. That's that's it. That's the story. Now's your chance to change the narrative. Child can want the horse, and rather than saying you can't have the horse and set the child up for a life of disappointment, mm. you can change the conversation. You can't have a horse, but you can have something better. A box to store the saddle oh. for the horse you don't own in. Yeah, but it's not just a box. It's an artistic box. What's so artistic crafted. About, what's so artistic about it? They get to make it. Mm. This is the thing. What you can say for the artistic saddle box is you can have a horse mm. when this box is full of saddles and when it looks excellent. I'm It's a constant project for them. Do you remember those that promotion where Pringles did little Pringle pots that you could take in your lunchbox? Yeah, they were like and they were six, shaped six like Pringles deep. Yeah. Yeah, they were shaped like a kind of elongated Pringle. Pringle. Yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. It was like it was like someone had done the weird computer thing where a pop-up window comes up and you yeah. just kind of scroll it along <laughs> yeah. with just one Pringle. But in in 3D space. Yeah. And you you opened it up, you put in your six Pringles because that's the serving size probably to not kill you with heart disease. Mm. Um see I'm thinking that for saddles cuz saddles basically big horse Pringles. Saddles, sitting Pringles for your horse. Yep. Sitting leather Pringles. And you would stack them in this box. So the box has got to be this 3D saddle shape. Okay. Mm. So elongated saddle shape. Mm. Um, I think, however, why is it artistic? Because you get, you get to decorate it. So I'm thinking a weekly magazine. Okay. So artistic uh, saddle box is the magazine. Week one, you get the, the bottom of the box, right? Yeah. Big eyes to go, the big, oh, yeah. this, this, this actually won't take me too long. I've already got the bottom of it. Yeah. I am so glad you have refound this business model because mm. i'm having a huge flashback to the amount of adverts of this style of thing yeah. when we were children this business model was huge i, I was going back through my because my mum's moving house and i was going back clearing out all my cupboards i found my horrible histories magazines nice. with all the flashcards. Yeah. i found my jackie chan box of medallions and random cards oh hell yes um like there it was, was it was a strange business model but it worked for a long time it because really it was, did it was kind of like a series like watching TV, but yeah. you got to read and you got to have tactile things. It's pretty cool, but no one's really doing it anymore. However, no. Artistic Saddlebox has seen that gap in the market. Week one, the box. Week two, the left hinge. Like, oh man, this is all coming together every single week as well. Some stencils, maybe some yeah. coloring pens, some like... stick on diamonds. Yeah, you, you realize early on, like when you get the hinge, you go, wow, this hinge has 25 holes and they mm. don't fit conventional screws. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm guessing they'll probably send across the screws at a later date. Yeah, one screw per week. One screw per week, and that's just the left hinge for the left side of the box. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You still haven't gotten the left side of the box. You still haven't gotten the right side or the back or the front of the box. You've just got lots of stencils to mm. eventually, eventually, you know, decorate your box as you see fit. And what this is also teaching the child is patience early on, mm. because they know, they can see images of what the box will look like when it's finished. It's beautiful. You know, you can fit these saddles in 10 high. It's going to look so good. It's going to be a great place to store it. And once the box is done, that's when they're going to get the horse. Yeah. But obviously they don't have all the parts yet, so they can't see it in front of them. Wait. So it's teaching the child. So let me get this straight. When you say when the box is finished, they'll get the horse. Yeah. Is that... That's the final I, issue. I was going to say, is that on the mother or is that being provided by the magazine? That's being provided by the magazine. Yeah. But we you can to... only buy it if you bring to the newsagents your completed saddle box. Yeah, you yeah. know, like if you um, collected the tops of Pringles cans um, and you get like a free speaker or something, if you mailed it back oh, in. Yeah. If mm. you go to a newsagents, any um, horse-dealing newsagents, you go to there with your uh, big saddle box 
and it's got all the artistic um, stencils on the sides and yeah. fully screw- screwed in and everything else like that. Then they will go out back, bring you a horse. And your baby has a horse. They have to, I, I thought they just opened the till and the horse is inside. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a flat pack horse. Oh, no, that, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it depends on the business. Some businesses have a slightly smaller till. They can't quite fit a horse in there. Yeah. But other other places like the co-op, they've got big tills. Sainsbury's, I think, can fit a horse yeah, in their I, till. Yeah, I, I remember Tesco having massive... massive well, te- Tesco had that, that scandal where they were storing the horses with the meat on the shelf or something. Oh. They, ran out, they ran out of room in the tills, so, so they so had they, to yeah. put them in, on, on the shelves. But I think the people that were putting they, them away didn't understand. Yeah. It, was, it was all a bit much, They really. inadvertently yeah. sold the horses that should have been kept aside for the artistic saddleboxes. As meat, yeah. As yeah. meat to... This genuinely happened. We haven't pivoted into absurdity. We've pivoted into realism. Which Tesco Im- sold them them horses. Tesco sold them horses, and they were meant to be for babies of young mothers. I know. That was the real crime. <laughs> Taking horses out of the hands of willing and deserving children. Infants that and, have grown since birth. And putting them into box. the mouths of unsuspecting customers instead. <laughs> the horror. The horror. But everyone I, was fine again when they took it from the Cow Weekly magazine and just started selling those instead. I am very happy with how this turned out because that is a business model I forgot existed until mm. right now. Mm. Yeah. That is that's a stunning HMS. Well done, boys. Fantastic. So uh, only a mere 2,000 issues and you and your, <laughs> you and your new baby will have... Um, half your, a saddle box. Your very own <laughs> half a saddle box and be halfway to getting your horse. By which time your new baby will be 25 years old and will have given up on the idea. And be a new mother themselves and the entire thing starts again. Yeah, Recurring users, it gentlemen. It is not a legacy product. You cannot give off your half-finished horse box to no, your child. They never. have to start from scratch. It's biometric. <laughs> <laughs> it imprints on the first yeah. in the from the first issue. You um yeah, so <laughs> issue one you have to send off to the, the artist the ASD headquarters. You have to send your baby. You send fingerprints, a vial of blood, um, your birth certificate, your pupil colour, your iris colour. Yeah. yeah. Hair. Height, weight. Height, weight, age, affinity to the elements. <laughs> Pretty much any anything that's on any kind of standard government form. Yeah. Your manner. Um, yeah. Extra sensory abilities if applicable. Yeah. Haughty is my manner. Um <laughs> horsey is mine. <laughs> and and that that helps lock your saddle box to you as an individual, which gives it a lot less resale value, but a lot more sentimental value. Mm. Like, can you imagine being about 45, moving house, going into the attic, finding your saddle box, just one issue away from completion and being like, oh, if only, man, childhood, such a long time away. Anyway, back to work. Horseless to my horseless <laughs> existence. <laughs> that has been our horsemelon symposium for this week. The HMS. Oh my um, god, the horsemelon symposium! It's not even about horses every week, but this week it was. <laughs> so that's nice. That's a neat little package. Um, we're going to close out the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you like what you heard, that's great. You should tell people. You should tell your friends. You should tell your family. You should tell that guy on the street that always looks at you. His is name it, is Kevin. Is it Kevin? He wears a badge that says Kevin, but you've seen him. It, it's got um whiteboard pen on, so he rubs it out and rewrites it every night. He always writes Kevin, but... Yeah, but he wants it to be fresh. There's something suspicious about that behaviour in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's not Kevin. Maybe he's Calvin. Ask him and then recommend our podcast. Yeah. Let, he might enjoy it. Listen here, Kevin. Kevin, if you're listening, we appreciate what you're doing, but you are scaring some of the locals around you. 
But we've got we've got other ways. You don't have to find Kevin and tell him if you're a bit scared. We've got iTunes links. We've got SoundCloud links. We've got Spotify links. You can throw them at him from the window and he will be able to put them into his browser. That's is how that, the internet is works. Is that how the internet it works? It is, yeah. Throw but, the tangible link, catch it in your browser, yeah. and then you've done it. You've done it. So do that. Copy, paste, throw out the window, get to it. If you have any of your own problems, prompts, or just general life woes, which you would like us to take a running jump towards, then that can be done. You can get in touch with us and share these problems with us through Twitter, we're at FWScast, or you can find us on Facebook at First World Solutions, or you can message us directly at FWScast at gmail.com. Please do send them in. Uh, We check all of those for the show every week, and we'd love to hear from you and uh, help you out. Help us to help you. Help us to help you. Help us. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. That actually really helps us out. And we really love hearing about what you guys think. Uh, Every time we get a comment on SoundCloud, we always read them and it always brings a smile to our faces seeing exactly kind of what point people tend to go no this is too much we've uh, we've had a few people mention the intro music um that's that's you guys wrote that we, we wrote that a very long time ago we now. did we sat down and we said what's the dumbest happiest thing we can write and well and i think i came back downstairs just after you, and you both had like this just shit-eating grin on your face <laughs> like hey look at this is stupid and i listened to it and it was and now it's our podcast introduction oh yeah it's been almost unanimous in that anyone under the age of 30 goes that intro music is amazing it's terrible and everyone over the age of 30 my parents tom's parents my parents oscar's parents have been like this music is stupid (laughs) this is awful it's like that's the right frame of mind so let us know where you think it falls for you brilliant or terrible Is, is it stupid or stupid yeah is it stupidly brilliant or brilliantly stupid or is it just brilliant or just stupid it can't be it's one of the two Sorry to derail. That's fine, I'm done. (laughs) All right. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problems.